At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Expectations matter. What do you expect from an SUV? Versatility? A range of sizes built to fit your life? A range of exteriors that all invite stairs? Or being able to take control of more than just the wheel? Expectations matter, but exceeding them matters more. How we get there matters. The Audi family of SUVs. Progress you can feel. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. What is going on, Rockies Nation? It is your boy Anilo Piro of Mile High Sports back at it again with the latest installment of the 20th and Blake podcast right here on the Mile High Sports Podcasting Network. Hope everybody is doing well out there on this Thursday, June 24th. Moving right along with the uh, warm weather coming on up. You know, we're getting closer to July, the All-Star Games. So thank you guys for taking a little bit of time to uh, hang out with me on this Thursday afternoon. So uh, let's go ahead and dive on into it. Got a special podcast lined up for you today. I uh, had a conversation with someone who is a legend amongst the uh, Rockies Twitter core people, whatever you want to. He's a, he's a core member of Rockies Twitter. That's, a be- that's the best way to describe it. And that is one Brian Kilpatrick. He is a Rockies writer reporter for us here at Mile High Sports. You can read his work online at milehighsports.com. So we spoke with him. I spoke with him uh, yesterday on my radio show, the Denver Sports Betting Show, which you can hear from 3 to 4 in the afternoon right here on Mile High Sports Radio. And uh, the reason I wanted to get BK on is because the Rockies have had two assistant general managers resign within two weeks of each other. Obviously, this comes uh, on the heels of the news that Jeff Breidich resigned a couple of months ago. Uh, Bill Schmidt, who is the interim general manager, essentially loses his right and left-hand man. And this all comes a handful of weeks before the trade deadline. And you've got guys like Trevor Story. You've got guys like um, John Gray, you know, who are all going to fetch a pretty nice price on the trade market. And just considering the state of the franchise, it doesn't seem like they're going to just re-up and re-sign these guys. So there is just so much going on with the Colorado Rockies right now, and not a lot of it is good. So uh, decided to go ahead and catch up with Brian Kilpatrick, who's been in and around the club for much longer than I have been. So uh, just talking about the state of the team, you know, what's going on with the Rockies? Why are guys deciding to leave? You know, tenured guys, both of these uh, assistant general managers that departed the organization within two weeks of each other had worked for the Rockies for over 10 years apiece. So uh, it's a really, really strange situation. And not a lot of people are talking about it. I mean, even people that cover the Rockies aren't talking about it. Uh, To me, this is the story of Denver sports at the moment. There's no nuggets. There's no avalanche. 
The Broncos don't start up for a handful of weeks. This is the story. You have two assistant general managers that resign within two weeks of each other right up against the trade deadline, and no one's going to talk about it? This is absolutely insane for a franchise that, uh, you know, just a couple of years ago was sitting right there in the postseason. So uh, let's go ahead and get to that conversation with Brian Kilpatrick, a really good one, really insightful conversation about the state of the Rockies. And like I said, BK's been around the block. Uh, he knows a lot more about the state of this team than I do. So uh, let's go ahead and fire that off. But before we do that, guys, want to tell you about our friends over at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the actions. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free site credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code MHS for a limited time only at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook. That's promo code MHS. Must be 21 years or older. Colorado only. No cu- new customers apply. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-422-4700. Okay. Stuttering through that one a little bit. The synopsis is you bet $1 on a basketball team of your choice. You win. You get $100 in site credits. Use the code MHS. DraftKings Sportsbook, and away we go. All right, let's go ahead now and uh, dive on into that conversation with one Brian Kilpatrick about the state of the Rockies, about the state of the front office as we creep on up to the trade deadline. Enjoy the conversation, and we'll be back at it again later this week with more Rockies talk. Now more of the Denver Sports Betting Show. Here's Anil Piro. A house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun. And it's been All right, welcome on back. 332 in the Mile High City Denver Sports Betting Show right here on Mile High Sports Radio. 303-831-1340. Go fast energy drink hotline and text line if you guys want to get involved with the program. And let's go on out to that hotline and text line and talk to one Brian Kilpatrick, a Rockies reporter, writer, aficionado for us here at milehighsports.com. You guys can follow him on Twitter at Rocky Mountain BK. And I know you have been covering, following, intertwined with the Rockies for a lot longer than I have. I've been up close and personal for the last five or six years, so I feel like we can come at this from a couple different angles. And first and foremost, hello, how are you? But second of all, what is up with the state of this front office? I'm great. Uh, thank you for asking. How are you? I'm all right. All right, good. And uh, look, man, I, I, the front office situation to me um, is a culmination of, you know, a lot of years of, let's just say, uh, interesting, interesting roles and interesting situations going on within the front office. 
Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm using the analogy of like a rudderless ship, you know, a boat without a captain. It just seems like things keep getting worse and worse and worse for the situation involving the Rockies front office. Obviously, you've got Jeff Breidich who resigns, steps down or whatever you want to call it back in April. And uh, within two weeks of each other, you've got two assistant general managers stepping down as well. Zach Wilson being the most recent. Uh, what do you make of this decision? And also just the fact that you have two guys in similar roles all stepping down, you know, within two weeks of each other. What do you think that says about the state of the franchise? I mean, I think it just says that I, there has to be um, somewhat of a, of a dynamic here of, of guys being maybe overworked or miscast within right. that front office. Um, let me just give you one example is uh, Zach Rosenthal. He's one of the few guys who's still there um, in that assistant general manager spot. Um, apparently he's a cast of characters serving in that role. Um, Zach Rosenthal, who is still there, you know, as of a couple of years ago, he's both dealing with, you know, um, player contracts and arbitration and things like that. And, um, you know, doing some, some scouting both at the major and minor league level. Um, but then also dealing with guys like me, like calling me on the phone and talking to me about t-shirt, you know, graphics that, may or may not um, infringe upon the Rockies' uh, intellectual property or copyrights or whatever. So that's just kind of one example as to uh, the roles that these guys are performing in the front office and the kind of different work they're doing. Maybe there's some overwork there. Maybe there's some, like I said, just just guys miscast in roles that maybe aren't their strength. I mean, we heard about all the you know, the Department of Analytics and Laundry jokes, right. um, you know, regarding front office staff also being clubbies and things of that nature. So, you know, I think it's a lot of years of frustration and, and then there's a lot of uncertainty involved too. And, um, you know, basically I think some of these guys want to get out and, and, and be able to still have – something good on their resume and, and and something to sell themselves on before this tank just kind of this ship just kind of utterly collapses yeah it's a interesting situation and i'm so perplexed i mean not perplexed i mean we know how sports media and radio can be in this city sometimes but no one's talking about it here i mean like obviously like you've got your rockies fans on rockies twitter that are talking about it but like i we've got two assistant general managers that were appointed to those roles in recent time that have stepped within two weeks of each other to me I mean we already knew that the Rockies organization was in a state of dysfunction but that confirms it if you needed any more confirmation on that front but I do want to circle in in particular um, on Zach Wilson departing because we're talking about a guy in Zach who was with this organization for 20 seasons I, I mean you know you don't just rack up 20 years with an organization you know in the blink of an eye so I would assume that this was probably a rather difficult decision for Zach Wilson to make to just turn around and walk away from an organization you've worked for for 20 years. What do you think that kind of speaks to about a guy who's been here, done that really since the franchise's inception, kind of turning his back about a month before the trade deadline? I mean, wouldn't you leave to be the number two overall pick in the NFL draft and play quarterback for the Jets? Mm. <laughs> no, uh, you know, that I, I wonder if, cause I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I've talked to Zach a lot of times about the state of the Rockies farm system, both in good and bad times. Um, as far as where the organization was at in terms of the strength of their, of their, uh, of their system. But he's, he's a smart guy. He's um, clearly very experienced in, in that portion of the game, but I've got to think that there's 
maybe there's probably within the organization some hints that either there's going to be big changes or that there's going to be changes that guys like Zach Wilson and John Will won't be involved in. So whether that's they're going to keep Bill Schmidt around and Bill Schmidt wants to, you know, have a gigantic front office overhaul or they're, you know, hearing the winds of change regarding a whole new, a whole new uh, a group of people being brought in. But to me, that's, you know, with the Rockies being such, you know, it's good or bad, it's been a, an extremely stable situation for these guys, right? And right. Clearly, the thing that, you, that would either cause them to leave is that they get another position, a better position with another club, or they're sensing some instability. Obviously, there's some instability. We just don't know really the we, we, we can't grasp you know just how much yet right we're talking with brian kilpatrick rockies reporter for us here at mile high sports you can check out his work online at milehighsports.com and obviously to me what's so perplexing is the timing of all of this right you've got the trade deadline rapidly approaching uh trevor story john gray we all know that these guys have been talked about in trade scenarios whether they get traded or not remains to be seen but how do the rockies now attack the trade deadline in your opinion you know you got bill schmidt running the front office here but losing two of your three top assistants does not make this easy let alone guys that worked in the scouting department so how do the rockies attack this deadline moving forward in your opinion I don't know if they're going to crowdsource it or what, man. I, uh, right. I, you know, there's obviously still people there who have been through this, um, you know, who, who, who know what they're doing, at least to some degree. But regardless, Dick Monfort's going to call the shots anyway, right? If he doesn't right. want a guy to get traded, he's going to veto it. We've seen it many times in the past. If he wants a guy gone, he's going to facilitate it, regardless of the return the Rockies get. So um, I don't... I don't see them doing anything before the all-star break. They want, you know, things to be as harmonious as possible on the field. Um, you know, at least with the, with the outward forward facing product. So I don't think they're going to do anything before then, which may or may not be the best move, depending on the time frame when contending teams start to get desperate enough to, you know, maybe be willing to part with a good package for some of these players. Um, but I mean, they have to trade a guy like Michael Givens, right? Right. Um, do they have to trade John Gray? Probably not. But considering, you know, what we've seen through the entire history of the franchise in terms of how long pitchers last with the Rockies, even good ones, how long they remain effective, you got to think that that's a guy who they've got to get something for. Um, and then Trevor Story, obviously, is the biggest one of them all. And who knows what they're going to do. They should trade him, obviously, but they're really worried about, you know, fan optics right now. And uh, that obviously. I don't know how much would, worse it can get, though. From a, it, it can't, but you, you, I mean, you have to think of it from their perspective, from our yeah. perspective, sure. From their perspective, do the last, you know, does the last group of diehards bail from the team after they trade Story? Like, you know. That's probably not going to happen, but that's these are the things they're concerned about, I'm sure. Yeah, I remember writing a story for MileHighSports.com in Florida during spring break about Trevor Story made the Major League roster back in, what was that, 2015, 16, whatever it was. And it's 15, just, yeah. Yeah, we, we fast forward and like, here we are. It's like, what happened? Like in the blink of an eye, this team went, this franchise went from on the ascent, all the optimism in the world, young, solid players at multiple different positions to now it's pretty much Story and Gray and they're pretty much on their way out the door. And the issue, you know, is not – honestly, the issue is not whether they should 
I mean, if they were to trade Trevor Story, it's the right move. And if they were to not extend him, it's probably the right move. So that just in and of itself is not the issue. The issue is kind of what you're, I guess, what you're saying is what has led to this. Right. What got us here. This should have been a team maybe that at least should have gone to a World Series or at least maybe had three or four postseason appearances, real postseason appearances. And it just didn't happen. And it's just total mismanagement. It's total, you know, just total failure to to build a roster of decent players around a really good core. And so that's what people can and should be mad about, whether the Rockies decide to trade story or not re-sign him. I mean, honestly, with everything we know, those are probably either move is the correct one. Absolutely. We're talking with Brian Kilpatrick right here on Mile High Sports Radio. A couple more questions before we go ahead and cut you loose. You're a voice of Rockies Twitter. I don't know if you like to think of yourself as that, but when people think of Rockies Twitter, at least when I think of Rockies Twitter, you're one of the first people that comes to mind. You've been doing it for a long time. You've, you've written for a number of different outlets, and your, your opinions are well-respected amongst the masses of Rockies fans. So we've been talking about the state of the franchise and whatnot, but where, where are you at personally? Because you talked about if they trade Trevor's story, do the last group of diehards kind of walk out the door but I'm curious where is Brian Kilpatrick sitting with the state of the franchise are you just I mean I'm sure you're disgusted but do you still radiate any semblance of optimism or are you just kind of on the fritz here I'm just rolling with the punches man yeah I'm uh, I'm not going anywhere uh but I'd be lying if a certain degree of apathy didn't set in you know too and I think that's that's not just the case with Rockies fans but I think even more so it's the case with Rockies media, which is, right. you know, that, which is kind of goes back to what you were talking about when, when I very first got on with you is, you know, nobody's talking about the Rockies. Nobody's talking about these changes in the front office. And it's not just because the Nuggets and Avalanche no. just finished up with, you know, postseason runs. It's because the apathy um, that has set in with people who used to care deeply for the Rockies, whether as a fan or as someone covering them, is has kind of set in and there's a lot of reasons for that you know a lot of it's just the sports media landscape in general but most of it is because the Rockies have just really worked themselves into this just complete mess that no one really cares to do anything with so that's uh that's kind of where I'm at but all that being said and you know in in the grand scheme I'm not going anywhere I'm going to keep you know, being a Rockies fan Good. and a voice who discusses the Rockies and covers the Rockies or however you want to, however you want to characterize it. The line's been blurred for years, but, but I'll be here. <laughs> okay, well, that's a good thing. I know Rockies Twitter will be able to sleep well at night knowing that BK is going to you know, stick around on the Twitter sphere. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because, you know, I'm a lifelong New York Met fan. My whole family's from the New York, New Jersey area, and I'm getting a lot of ear... Like, obviously, like, the Wilpon situation was a little different, but I, I can relate to the Rocky fan who just feels hopeless because it, it starts with good ownership and it just it feels like for a minute there as a Met fan it was like okay we're never going to win anything because of the Wilpons as a Rockies fan if you know I, I feel like a lot of people are sitting here like we're never going to win anything because of Dick well I've I've spent years trying to fight that narrative and I can't anymore because yep. I've been proven wrong you know what I mean <laughs> um it's not that the guy's a Bond villain, you know, like he's not purposely, he's not the owner of the Cleveland Indians in Major League. He's not purposely trying to lose games. It's just that he's got a formula and, you know, ergo, the organization has a formula where 
people are going to come out to the ballpark, watch them play really well at home. They're going to win a lot of games at home. Right. They're going to have people leaving the ballpark feeling good, but they're going to be just, you know, utterly atrocious on the road. And, and, and overall, just not a good enough team to compete year in and year out. But it's it's stupid to say because I'm not blaming the fans. The fans should do whatever they want to do. You want to boycott the Rockies, fine. You want to go to the game and drink beer with your friends and barely watch the game, fine. There is no wrong way to, to be a fan. But I'm just saying that that formula has worked for Dick Monfort's pocketbook and Dick Monfort's family's yep. pocketbook and the people who run the Rockies, their pocketbooks. And nothing's going to change, you know, while that keeps happening. Yeah, it's a good business strategy, not necessarily a win. Well, depending on how you define the term win, it's a win for the pocketbook, as you alluded to, but it's not a win for the fans. So, okay, I do want to end it on a positive note. Rommel Tapia hasn't got a hit today, but he's on an 18-game hitting streak. Uh, Ryan McMahon has been playing exceptionally well. Uh, what have you just seen from some of these young, I don't even want to call them younger cats, but guys like McMahon and Tapia who were around for those 17 and 18 playoff runs that are finally starting to get that everyday playing experience. What have you seen from some of these guys? I mean, the main guy I want to bring up is Brendan Rogers. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, he hit a home run today, um, and so he, so entering today over his last fifty-five plate appearances, he's hitting. He's got an OPS over a thousand. He's hitting like three thirty-three with a four hundred on base percentage, slugging six oh four, and that was before today when, like I said, he had a two-run homer. So he's the guy to me who's. It's really key to make sure that you give him everyday playing time, even when he's struggling as he was doing it earlier in the season. And and but but yeah, over the last few weeks or so, he's really stepped it up. And it's a it, I, to me, I don't think it's a coincidence that this is really the first time that either you know he didn't get injured or somebody didn't lose faith in him or whatever. But right. he's just been allowed to play, continue to play, and continue to play, and continue to play. And this is what's happening. He's He's kind of showing why he was, you know, picked with the third overall pick of the draft or whatever it was. Um, and so he's the guy who's really stood out to me. Um, but yeah, Rymel Tapia is awesome. He's what working on if he gets a hit today, it'd be a 20 game hitting streak. Um, and so he's, you can, you, you can argue. So there's some things to not like about Ramel Tapia's game, obviously. He was, he's mostly a singles hitter. Right. Doesn't draw a lot of walks, kind of swings wildly, makes a lot of contact, but it's not always impact contact. Um, Ramel Tapia would be great on a team like the Astros or the Dodgers or whatever who, who continually lead the league in on-base percentage. They have a lineup right. full of guys who get on base, and then he can come up to the plate and knock a couple guys in with a single that doesn't work for the Rockies, who right. non-park adjusted have a middling on-base percentage, but when you uh, account for the context of where they play, it's uh, one of the worst in the league. Yeah, interesting stuff. Well, uh, we'll have to keep an eye on these Rockies as we progress throughout the rest of the season. We'll have to bring you back on the program. Brian, my man, thank you for the time. Hopefully things get better for Rockies Nation and their fans because eh, it's just it's kind of weird right now. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it has been for years, and it will continue to be that way for years, I'm sure of it. It is what it is, as the kids like to say in this day and age. But Brian, my man, thank you so much for your time. You guys can follow him on Twitter, at Rocky Mountain BK. We'll talk to you soon, all right? All right, thanks, Anilo. Cheers, there he goes, Brian Kilpatrick, writer for us right here at milehighsports.com. Let's hit a break, put a bow on the show in the next segment, make some picks, all that good stuff, and more right here on the Denver Sports Betting Show. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends. 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. At Audi, expectations matter. It's why what's standard on every Audi SUV are features that exceed yours. How we get there matters. The Audi family of SUVs. Progress you can feel. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Psst. Hey, it's me, your barista. So you know how you come in almost every day for our cold foam coffee? Yeah, well, I might be putting myself out of a job by telling you this, but now there's an easy way to foam at home with new International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. With three new foaming flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, who could blame you if you stopped coming in altogether? Yeah, it's that foaming delicious. You're welcome. New International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, now in stores. It's foaming delicious. 